Another podcast, another stupendous guest. Thanks so much for joining us this week as we continue these discussions with Minnesota sports influencers and icons. This week, no big deal. Just a three-time Olympic gold medalist, a two-time WNBA champion with the Minnesota Lynx. Oh, throw in a WNBA MVP award. Sylvia Fowles on the way. Perk and sometimes he's at play. Perk and Pine, find out what he'll say. Perk and Pine, who's coming on today? Perk and Pine. Yeah, yeah. The WNBA season starts this week, no longer isolated from fans. The Lynx will be back at Target Center in front of their faithful, and it'll be glorious. And Sylvia Fowles will be front and center of it all, which brings us to... Random Ranks. This time on Random Ranks, we are once again victims of the digressions my mind takes at times. So her last name is Fowls, which made me think of fowl or birds, which makes me want to rank the top 11 sports team names that involve birds. (laughs) And just out front, sorry, Seahawks. I don't think a Seahawks is a bird. Okay. Number 11, St. Louis Cardinals. Arizona, not on the list, by the way. Number 10, Atlanta Hawks. Just OG. It makes me think of Pete Maravich and Lou Hudson. Number nine, Dominique Wilkins. I mean, okay, number nine. Uh, this one pains me just because I despise the organization. Philadelphia Eagles. Number eight, Baltimore Orioles. Classic bird name. Number seven, Anaheim Ducks. Right? I mean, come on. Ducks a bird? Number six, Baltimore Ravens. This could have been ranked higher. Ravens is really good. Number five, Pittsburgh Penguins. Of course a penguin's a bird. Number four, the Toronto Raptors. Okay? Number three, the New Orleans Pelicans. Number two, okay, the Seattle Seahawks. It's pretty sweet. It's not going to lie. It's an awesome name. And number one, just because I think it's such an obscure bird to call a team, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay? There it is. Okay, back to Fowles. Sylvia Fowles joined up with the Lynx after they were already winning championships, but it's safe to say she's a huge reason they kept winning them. Four in all. Maya Moore, Lindsay Whalen, Rebecca Brunson, Simone Augustus. They've all moved on, and yet Sill stays. She was hampered by a calf injury last season, but she's back for the start of the 2021 campaign, and she joins me now on Perkett Pod. It's sort of like a privilege because I, I just I just think you're an absolute star. I do, and I, I I'm not supposed to blow smoke up 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 uh, my colleagues, you know. But, but <laughs> it, it, this is this you're 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 truly a, a treasure, and you've done such great things um, in, in this league. But but just beyond as an ambassador for the game and the sport, and and so many other things. I guess what I'm talking want to start with you. Uh, about is this season Um, Mm -hmm. so we're going again Uh, there was a lot of speculation we'll still be back still's totally back right (laughs) yep still is totally back and thank you for having me it's such an honor Uh, you talk highly of me but we talk highly of you as well so thank you for having me on the show but 
to uh, answer your question, yes, SEAL is back. Um, these last three days of training camp has been everything that I've been looking forward to. We having to get back. So I'm very happy to be back on court with this team and back at home as well. Yeah, and I know you, you suffered from some injuries last season that was kind of frustrating, wasn't it? That ha- so the health's back. You're, you're good as gold here? Yes. Um, yeah, I suffered uh, actually two calf injuries uh, within the same season, uh, just being stubborn, trying to come back and help the team, and then re-injured it. But, yeah, I'm back 100%. If, if you would just talk to me about kind of the, this run you had um, here in Minnesota, it's been, a, it's been a pretty special place to play basketball, hasn't it? Um, most definitely. Uh, maybe I'm being a little biased, but I think we have some of the best fans within the league. Uh, our fans are phenomenal. And so to have this opportunity to be back home in front of a limited crowd, I would take that over a bubble any day. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it really does make a huge difference having played in that bubble last year. I mean, to, yes. to actually have fans and, 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 and people in the seats at Target Center, it, it, it'll be just re-energizing, won't it? It will be re-energizing. Uh, we make funds, uh, we make fun of like the bubble. We was talking about how, we train our mind to block out everything else when it's so crowded in the gym till we get to the point with the bubble where we hear everything that's going on. And so you're not paying attention to what the coach quite have to say because you're paying attention to, to everything else going on around you because it's so quiet in the gym. So, yeah, it's going to be good to have our screaming fans uh, getting at the other teams and making sure they're trying to roar us to victory. So I'm looking forward to that as well. They really are some of the most loyal bunch in the WNBA. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, when I look around, it's just, it's just like. It's Hands just, down. Yeah. Hands down. But you, you, you get both sides of the spectrum because when we're not doing well, they also get in our butt. I can appreciate that about fans. Yeah. Are you, are you surprised that your, your career has had this much longevity and, and not, not to make you sound like you're that old because you're not. <laughs> But like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what do you attribute that sort of durability to? Um, is you just change as a player over time. You found out what works for you, what don't work, what more you need to work on. And, and then you also get smarter too. Uh, you work smarter and not harder. So more of your practices and your workout is not as crazy as they used to be. And it's more of like just maintaining body. And so I'm not surprised at this point, I think once I had my hip uh, repair in 14, I just was like, okay. And when I came here in 15, it, it felt like I had done took 10 years off myself. So I'm not surprised that I'm still going at this rate. But is what is that involved? Because it's just, it's obviously there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to, to, right. s- to stay at the top of your health zone, right? Right. So you, you, you eat a little better. Um, I tell people this all the time. Um, I don't have a diet. Um, I eat what I want, but it's all about portion control and making sure you get enough carbs before game day. Make sure you get enough protein so you can help your muscles out and stuff like that. But it's also, too, about just understanding your body. I think nobody understands your body the way that you do. So you have to like over communicate like with your trainers and stuff like that. And you find out what works. I figured, I mean, I found out early on that heart weights don't help me get to where I need to be. So a lot of my stuff is a lot of bands and a lot of Pilates and bike riding and stuff like that. That's where I'm more productive at. So it's just finding your balance of what helps you besides eating and exercise. And then also managing taking time off, which was a hard one, but I think I 
finally got that one down pat. <laughs> you, how, when did you start playing basketball? Like, how old were you? Um, I started early with my brothers, but my first organized ba- basketball game was eighth grade of middle oh. school. It was like, yeah, so I'm a late bloomer. But, um, yeah, I started eighth grade of middle school, my first organized game. Wow. I, that surprises me. I would have figured you were like playing with like, you know, sh- shooting step backs when you were five or something. But... <laughs> no, not at all. I actually did like basketball. So it took me a while to stop playing because my brothers, uh, they only made me play defense. So in my head, I thought basketball just was about just being on a defense team or offensive team. And I never got a chance to be on offense. So I really didn't like it at first. Yeah. What was your jam? What, did, what were you into as a kid? Um, me, I started off with track and field because that's something that my mom and my sister did. So I figured I probably will follow in their footsteps. More with Sylvia Fowles when Perkett Pod continues. But first, a great partner of the Perkett Pod podcast. It is Mike Bryant in the studio with me right now from Bradshaw and Bryant. How are things going? You've been a busy man lately. It's been, lots been going on. Uh, and, and a lot of TV appearances as well. I mean, you've been really kind of getting the word out um, in a lot of ways, but also really just lending your expertise to so many people because you're, you're a pretty bright guy. Well, people have a lot of questions, and it's, it's like when a client calls. You want to make sure you get them the right information so that they can make the right decision on what they want to do. And that's justice for the injured is basically the tagline, right? You believe wholeheartedly in that. Absolutely. You want to make sure they understand their rights. You want to make sure that they understand what coverages they have. And you want to make sure they get protected as best they can. And what I like about you and and the way you present yourself uh, publicly is you really genuinely, I get the sense that you love your job. Yeah, usually, (laughs) you know, like anything else, like anything, right? (laughs) No, but I mean, there's a deep passion within you to to, to help people. Well, you want to be able to give them the answers that they need. People are looking for help. They're looking for expertise. They're looking for the right answers as best you can. You want to try to give them that if you can. And so what if, if somebody is injured or somebody does need help, what do they do? They call our office. They check the website was minnesotapersonalinjury.com or they call 800-770-7008. Mike Bryant, thanks so much for being a partner of Perk and Pod. Perk and Pod. Yeah, yeah. Is your whole family, your siblings and your parents, uh, were they tall? Have, are they tall? Yes. Yeah, so, so we're big on both sides. Um, my daddy's side is more like tall and wide and my mom is more tall and thin. Okay. Um, I'm the youngest of five and I'm the tallest. So you got six, four, six, four, five, nine, my sister. <laughs> and then you got six, three and then six, five is me. So See- See, now you play defense against your brothers and all of a sudden you swap. <laughs> they, they want no parts of the defense now. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. The, 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 the runs you had with this team winning championships, um, so special when you got here in 2015 and, and got on board with what was already happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just seemed like you were just the perfect fit for this team. Did you feel like that chemistry was sort of automatic when you got here to Minnesota that wow, I, this might this might be a really good place to kind of take it to the next level. Yeah, I never really, like, thought about chemistry because I knew most of everybody was here. The one that I was a little unfamiliar with was Rebecca. Um, I went to school with Simone. I played on USA Basketball with Lindsay and uh, Maya. And so it was more so about just making sure I come in and 
and do what was asked of me without trying to feel like or uh, have them feel like I was trying to take on what they had done already started. So I think the hardest part was just making sure I get in where I fit in. And I say that a lot and people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, because they had something going on that that was so great before I got there. So it's not about me, how I alter that is how I fit in. And I fit in quite well when I got here in 15. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And obviously you won the championship that year and you won it in, in, in 17 as well. MVP uh, award that, and like that, that season was, was pretty magical too, wasn't it? Right. It was um, just because you, you know, you battle so many things that people don't really know about like off the court. And so to be in tune with self, but also given of myself in real life, like to like family and stuff made it just that much sweeter when you win MVP. That means that you did your job on both ends, uh, business side and also <laughs> family side. Yeah, and no so, doubt. Yeah, it was nice. No, it's validation too of a lot of hard work. I mean, I'm, I, individual awards are you know players downplay them sometimes, but for, golly, right. that's just got to be that's just got to be such a stamp of of uh, that, that makes you feel like all right, you know what? This I, hard work it's funny that you say individual awards, but honestly, I see it as team award um, because if we don't win um, and we don't have a great of a season that we had, then I don't win the MVP. So it definitely is a team award, but it just goes to one person. Yeah, no, I hear you. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. And, and my goodness, it was, it was a great team. What, what was the funnest part about, not that funnest is a word, what was the most fun, uh, part of the, those championship runs for you here in Minnesota and, and this team that you had, this, this dynasty as people call it. <laughs> Just taking everything into stride. Um, I don't think we put too much emphasis on anything, but everybody knew they were. Everybody knew we had one coming goal, and that was to go out and win and have fun. And I think we still carry that to the max. Um, it's something that they had started uh, when they first started winning. And so that's something that I hold dear because those things work. And so I just try to go out and have fun and give maximum effort and not overthink everything. And when you do that, it typically is playing in your favor. I honestly thought last year was going to be just like a complete rebuild, but it was just like the success y'all had. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's why I'm, that's why I'm media. Cause I'm, you know, I'm seeing it from the outside. I'm making these, you know, snap judgments and it's just like, but, but y'all you, you're not the only, you're not the only one though. A lot of people thought it will be a rebuilding year, but one thing I can say for sure is you can't break a system. You probably can break a player, but you can't break a system. And what we have here in Minnesota is very special. And that's because we, we truly care about each other. We're willing to do uh, everything for each other. And we're so given of ourselves as well. And so when you're giving up yourself, it makes things much, much easier when you're on the court because you're not selfish. And so that's something that I can say we do well here. And so you're not the only one who thought it was rebuilding yet. But me, well, I wasn't worried at all because Cheryl does a, a really, really good job of making sure she matched talent with personality. I'm a believer. I should have been a long time ago, but no, no, I, 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 Hey, you know what? I was on board and I was on board and I covered all those championship runs and, and, and I know, I know how special this team is and this franchise is really, and, and Cheryl too, for that matter. But you had some, you had some great Olympic runs and I, I was in Beijing in 08. I was in London oh, in nice. 2012 and, uh, and I, I got to see the, 
the championship game in 2012, which was awesome, but golds all the way uh-huh. through and even in Rio for you, um, right. what, what were those Olympic experiences like? And, and is that happening for you in Tokyo this year? Um, if I can stay healthy, I, I definitely will say um, it's probably be another run of an Olympic year. Um, but those moments are something that you you kind of replay often. It feels like it just happened yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. you think about uh, 08 and you think about 12 and you think about 16. It's, it's something that you hold dear to heart. But I think the the biggest thing that I would take from that probably is just uh, all the fun that we had. Uh, you go out there and you just play so hard and, you know, the energy is there, the chemistry is there and everything just working in your favor. And so it, it's a pretty like spectacular moment. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll get back to Sylvia Fowles in just a bit. But first, I've got Sean Bernard here in the studio with me from Edina Realty, such a great partner of Perkett Pod. Couldn't do it without you, Sean. How is the real estate business? I would imagine with winter over, it's jamming again. It is. And, you know, it kind of jammed even at the end of winter. People are were really wanting to buy and sell. It, lately, it's been a lot of my friends whose parents are kind of moving on to that next chapter of their life, and I'm helping them sell mom and dad's home. So, you know, a lot of guys our age, I think we're not too far off. Our parents are tending to downsize and kind of moving into that condo, that townhouse, that sort of thing. So if you know somebody who's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. And I also want to mention, you're actually helping out the, the, the local music community as well with, with your work. Yeah, I'm a huge sports fan, as you know, but I also uh, love seeing live music. And a lot of these artists and bands... It's been a really challenging year this year. So a portion of every sale on the buy side or the sell side uh, is going to a local artist or band of the choosing of the, the buyer or the seller. Sean Bernard of Diane Realty, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love music, I got a great podcast for you to listen to. It's the Brian Oak Show. Give that a listen anywhere you find your podcasts. And hey, if you're a Lynx fan or a women's basketball fan, we've had Lindsay Whalen and Rachel Banham on this podcast. So be sure to check out our catalog of past episodes and give it a listen. Thanks. Perk and You've got some young players on this year's team, obviously, but but players that are that are really talented and and have have just a lot in their arsenal. Um, you're you're kind of like obviously the veteran of the team now. Talk, talk to me about that leadership role that you that you've taken on and how important that is to to some of these younger players. Um, so the first thing is basically me. I, I rather lead by example than talk. I think. These last couple of years, I've gotten more comfortable with actually telling people what they're doing wrong and what they need to do. Um, most times I felt like it was the coach's job to do, but I've noticed that players are very more receptive to players telling them <laughs> than coaches. And so it's like, you, like I said before, it's like just giving up yourself and not thinking about self. So when I'm in that mood, uh, I think about how can I help this person who's having a bad day or how can I get the most productive out of that person? And so it comes natural. Um, WNBA players um, were on, on such a, on such the forefront of, of the social justice movement that continues in our country and, 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 and this recent justice for George Floyd 
uh, uh, you know, verdict that came came down here in, in Minneapolis was was huge. Mm-hmm. And, and and can you talk about that and, and what it means um, for for that verdict to be what it is? Oh, man, um, it actually was kind of scary because you can see this thing kind of unfolding in so many ways if it didn't go the way that it went. But um, just making sure we understand that basketball is just something that we do. It's not our livelihood. So making sure we're present and the things that's going on in the community also makes us who we are. And um, I think when we speak on those things, when people don't quite have a voice or a platform, it, it kind of give them kind of hope. And so I think we've seen a lot of that in the wobble uh, with us women just sticking together, making sure we have one message and making sure we speak for those who really didn't have a say so. And so I'm happy to see the things went the way that they went here in Minnesota because I would hate it to see another city up in the raw. But um, it shows you that people pay attention and, um, and people are fed up. Yeah. I also want to talk to you about women's sports and, and just, and, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. I saw the, I saw a stat the other day that said ratings for uh, like the college volleyball finals were like as high as they've ever been. And uh, ratings for the women's final four this year uh, were, you know, exponentially higher than they've been. This is encouraging stuff, these numbers. And, and it's just like, it's about, mm. darn t- about darn time, right? I mean. <laughs> you know what? I, I try not to take offense to like those things, but you have a lot of people that's like in the dark about women's sport. Like a lot of people still see us like they're in old days, like old fashioned days. That's how I see it. But you have some really cool women that's out here doing really cool things and sports just so happen to be one of them. And so if we can get the attention that we've been getting, yay. And I'm happy that people finally are paying attention. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. I, I, I got high hopes for us. I think we're going to be all right. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. That'll do it for this episode of Perkett Pod. We want to thank our partners, Audio Wiz, Justin Bailey, theme song by Taylor Robert. Keep listening weekly for another episode with Minnesota sports influencers and icons on Perkett Pod. Feel free to share this podcast. Give us a simple subscribe click. It doesn't cost you a thing. Heart us, rate us, double tap us, whatever you want. And until next time, remember, shine bright. Don't be afraid to be weird and open your hearts to inclusion. Peace. Perkett Pond, sometimes he's at play. Perkett Pond, find out what he'll say. Perkett Pond, who's coming on today? Woo-hoo.